to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater The Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I'm so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Bing, bang, bong. The UK Huns are back. After a sit versus the world, Mama Roo is back in the UK for the fourth season of the smash hit series. If the rumors are true, it'll be the best season of the show. We'll find out soon. But until then, it's time to preview everything we know about Drag Race UK 4. And joining me to discuss it all are my UK Hun, Sean Laycock, and the transatlantic bitch herself back on Block Talk, Ariel Grande. Welcome. Hey. Um, now, first off, Harry Grande, you are no longer in the UK. You are back in the States. Yeah, I'm currently in Astoria, back in the stomping grounds. Uh, I finished my master's. was a quick little year. I knew some of these babes were going to get into it. and um, But I have a soft spot. I miss the UK. Yeah? yeah what was the best thing about being in London? The tube. Wow, <laughs> that's what was the response from one of the queens was, too. When, when I think it was Sminty, right? And when Sminty it said it, Starlet. Like, it was Starlet. It was Starlet. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, they're the same so far. So, uh, yes, yeah, um, transportation hands down, especially coming right back to New York, where it's just a mess. Uh, Sean, do you agree about good transportation in London, in UK? Yeah, I I mean, I go to London a lot. I mean, I'm from just north of London originally in the Tube. I do agree. The Tube is just the best. It never let, it rarely lets you down, the Tube. Um, and of course, you've got the new Elizabeth line or the Crossrail, um, which I've not yet been on, but I've heard like rave reviews about how fast it is and it looks so nice and new. I just can't wait to get on it. <laughs> I'm glad that sounds like no, but I just want to. I love it. All right. I will give the disclaimer now. Now that I know that there are some queens potentially who listen to the podcast, I'm just going to give this disclaimer now. As always, this is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, these are real people that have been given the opportunity to go on television to share their craft, but they also put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss a reality television show. So now it's out there, and that's the disclaimer. All right, let's talk about what we know about this season prior to the Queens. Drag Race UK 4 will premiere on BBC3 on September 22nd, though no official delay has been confirmed. There is still the potential that the show may be postponed following Queen Elizabeth's death. Um, I'm not sure if there has been any reports. Sean, have you heard anything? 
Um, I've not heard anything. I mean, the only really thing that's happening at the moment right now in the country because the Queen's death is a lot of stuff that's, like, a lot of things are closing on Monday, which is when her funeral is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, a lot of things. It's almost like lockdown again. Like, all the supermarkets are closing. So many shops are closing. Um so, I mean, I don't know if it would really affect it because unless it was being broadcast Monday, then I'd understand it being delayed. Yeah. Um, but because it's on Thursday, um, you know, I don't think there's any reason to, unless obviously they've got like edits because you know how they put like God save the Queen and say and stuff. And Her like Majesty that. already done had hers. Yeah, like stuff like that. But I feel like they should still keep that in kind of in memory of her and in honor of her. Um, and everyone knows it was filmed long right. before she did. So. Um, obviously, the other reason it might be delayed is if um, the BBC is not doing any press. Um, that would be a reason why they postpone it, because there is a lot of press attached to the premiere. Unlike how we do things in America. We don't really give a shit about Drag Race, apparently. Because um, Lizzo beat him! That's a whole different discussion. Um the show will be hosted by RuPaul with Michelle Visage as the main judge every week with rotating judges Alan Carr and Graham Norton. I feel like four seasons in, we don't really need to explain who those two men are, but they're they're fabulous. I love them. Yeah, they're the um, Here is who we have for our guest judges. I don't know what order they will be there, but this is how Wikipedia listed them. We have Hannah Waddingham, Mel B., <gasps> FK Twigs. I don't know who that person is. Stop adding me. I don't know. Please inform me. Um, FK Twigs is. No, I don't. I'm she's old. just like it. She's like, I I've only heard like one or two of her songs, but she's a singer. Um, she's just kind of like, she's kind of like an indie singer, I guess. Uh huh. She's, yeah, but people know her, but she's not like worldwide popular, but I know who she is. Uh, we have Lorraine Pascal, Allison Hammond. Oh my God. Uh, Leomi L. Anderson, Boy George, Joanna Lumley, and Ollie Alexander. Woo! Oh Great lineup. And then we have special appearances by Giovanni Pernice, Tess Daly, A.G. Odudu, uh, Allison Bay, and Kathy Dennis. Anyone who you're super duper, duper excited for? Hariola. I don't know a lot of them. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for. Um, I mean, obviously, always a little Mel B. Uh, they're excited to see Boy George. Um, yeah. I think androgyny in the 80s, you know, a lot of these queens kind of still kind of do. And then obviously, Ollie. Yeah, um, I love Hannah Waddingham. Uh, she's amazing. Um, Ollie Alexander, amazing, amazing. Um, and then Joanna Lumley, that's fun. That's a big catch. Yeah, that'll be fun. But Alison Hammond, as I've discussed in the podcast before, she is absolutely brilliant. Just go on YouTube and watch like the 10 minute clips, like the best of Allison Hammond and try not laughing through the entire thing. She's out of control. It's so fun. Yeah, she's the best. She's an icon. <laughs> now, what would you like to see out of this season? I don't know any of the runways. I don't know any of the challenges. I don't know the themes. What would you like to see this season? I have three things, but Sean, start us off. What would you like to see? Oh God, that's a good question. Um, first of all, I would not like to see well, I'll tell you what I won't like to see. I would not like to see the Brighton Queen go home first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> R.I.P. Joe Black and Anubis. Um, I'd also 
though, like, to, I just like to be surprised. Like, I kind of feel like I said this in the last podcast where there's been so many seasons now, there's kind of a formula that a lot of fans guess. I would just like there to be, like, subtle surprises. There doesn't have to be, like, massive twists like the chocolate bar sort of level stuff, but just kind of be surprised. And I'm such a, I have such a big soft spot for, like, underdogs and you know, dark horses. So I would just love to see someone who at first you're like, oh, I don't know. And then they absolutely like smash it or they kind of slowly go on this amazing trajectory and smash it. Um, of course, some amazing fashion moments as well. Um, and just a variety of really good challenges and a good, good British snatch game. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get that. Um, yeah, Ariella, what would you like? <sighs> Um, I think I'm excited to see, I don't know, you probably know better when this was filmed in terms of All-Stars, All-Legends, but I feel like, I'm hoping that they give people the opportunity to like do their crap, which is something that we saw in All-Star 7, and I feel like it's something that we saw a little bit in Down Under, where like, they're all kind of having their own moment, even in Canada. Like, they all had a win at the end. Like, they all were great personalities, but, like, and just kind of fun. But I also want it to be really messy. Like, fourth season of Yes is where it picked up and where it started. That's Party City. Go back to where you belong. Like, I'm excited for, like, iconic moments. Like, I hope this is the momentum. I've been being, like, season four. Let's go. Well, I mean, that is rumors that, uh, I mean, earlier on, Graham Norton did say this is the best talented cast they've had overall. Um, if it does follow the trajectory, as you said, of the U.S. season, season four should be the one that's going to set them off, which means next season would be an all-star season. So we'll see if that is true. Um, this is what I would like to see. First off, Leland, please write a good, brilliant girl group song. You failed last season. Let's pick up the pace. BDE, shit. Give us a good song. This is your senior year. Give us a good one. Um, I would love another Steps lip sync after Drag Race uh, Down Under this week. I was so happy. Um, also, just a clarification, the song features Michelle Visage. It's not Steps and Michelle Visage, but whatever, Michelle, have your moment. Um, and this is also what I would like. This is for me personally. It's the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Give me a Doctor Who runway. Yeah, that would be so cool. I think that'd be like, really it's the BBC. How could you not give us Doctor Who? Yeah, and Doctor Who Doctor Who is an iconically British show. Everyone, even if you haven't watched it, you know at least three people who love it and watch it religiously. It's super queer. This season's definitely gonna be super queer. But here's my request. Season five, all star season, whatever comes next. Put Catherine fucking Tate on the panel. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be my dream. I love yeah. her. She's amazing. After the Vivian fucked it up in uh, Snatch Game, justice for Catherine Tate. Yeah. Have her on the panel in character as the Nan. As Nan? <laughs> oh, boy. That would be crazy. All right. Oh, so do that, though. She would. She would totally do it. Um, I don't know if you've seen. There's an interview from the Nan movie, Red Carpet, where she is in character as Nan doing an interview with David Tennant. So funny. So funny. Because um, you could tell that he's going with it and yes, Andy the entire time and she's not letting him have anything. It's really, really good. Um, all right. Enough about Catherine Tate. She's not here. But the Queens are. The Queens are here. 
so there is a theme to this run to this promo and it is hometowns oh. uh, as dear friend friend of the podcast Mighty Park said it's your least favorite theme I was like it's not my least favorite theme it's just I don't know about the hometown so it doesn't resonate as much with me but I'm sure the two of you will um, understand more of the references than I do right sure yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some that are like there's one that was dead obvious which was uh, Cheddar Gorgeous's look with the bee because um, mm. she's a Manchester queen The working bee is like the symbol Of Manchester Like it's a really popular symbol of Manchester um, And even so Like five years ago when you had The uh, Manchester Arena bombings for the Ariana Grande Concert um, That symbol of the bee Became like a sign of like Hope and resilience against that As well so you think of Like the working bee you think of Manchester And vice versa so that was one that definitely stood out. Um, but then like Copper Top's look with um, the, is it Neptune she was meant yeah. to be? I was like, how, I was like, cause she said there was a statue in Cheltenham. I've never been to Cheltenham. I was like, I didn't even know there was a statue of Neptune there. Um, but yeah, it wasn't dead obvious to me until I saw Cheddar Gorgeous's look and I was like, ah, that's a nod to Manchester. Well, we'll definitely go through all of them as we go through the looks. Um, also, uh, Sean, Harriola, you can also help me out with geography because I don't know where anything is in relation to things. And accents, we're going to learn. We're still learning. We're still learning here. Um, but shall we meet the queens? Are we ready to do this? I guess so. All right. We are going to go from worst to first. Predictions were sent to me. This is how it all panned out. Doesn't mean this is how things will go. This is just how we predicted will go. Um, and as I always say on the preview podcast, I hope I'm wrong. I love being wrong. So let's prove me wrong. Yes. But in 12th spot, um, the only way is out first. It's Essex's own Just Maine. Her name is a pun on the phrase Just Me. She is the world's premier Jerry Hallowell impersonator. Um, that's Ginger Spice, for those who don't know. She sometimes, though, wears a red wig without a blonde streak. She says she's been doing drag for almost 10 years, and I say, that's 10 years of work? Uh, oh, okay. Um, I have her out first, but the two of you both have her out at 11. So why is she not going home first, Ariola? I know them, and I didn't want to put them first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know Just May. How, when, let's hear it. How'd you meet? I, um, so they lived with a queen of uh, a friend of mine, Grace Shush. Um, and actually, Just May is the last person that I saw in London before I left because um, she had my Tamagotchi. So thank you for returning that. It was somehow I said goodbye to Grace and it was in a wig bag. And so like I went to their apartment and like said goodbye to Just May and was like, hope you just there and have so much fun. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit stale. Right? It's hard because like the only the other Essex queen that we really know um is like Cheryl Hall, who's like a big personality. This was not even matched. Kitty's got claws as well. True, true. Yeah. Um, Sean, what are your feelings on Just May? Um, I mean, I've not met like any of these queens in person. I only had heard of like a handful of them before the reveal. Um, but with Just May, I thought like, are we 
judging like the looks or just the vibe? Everything, whatever you want. Um, just, uh, um, I think with her look, um, although if we're going to go through the looks later with fine tooth comb, I'll just go with her vibe. I think she's just kind of very, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just think she's, she seems not spaced out. I don't know if that's the right word, but she just, I don't know, didn't seem very turned on, like up that's there, fair. like with it. I was like, I couldn't gauge her really. She's a bit of a tough nut to crack, but I just didn't think that, you know, like if they've got challenges and Ruth's explaining what to do, I feel like, I feel like she'd be one of the one queens who doesn't sew. Like one of those kind of vibes where she won't really know what's going on or won't know what to do or, um, you know, you kind of think, what is her talent? That's just the impression I get off the Meet the Queens Fair. and her look. So I could be proven completely and totally wrong once the show airs. And that's why we love doing this podcast. My question of the season, because I always ask a question of the season for each queen is, she seems so meh. Will she be able to shine or will I deem her just meh? Um, her look is by Bang London, hair by Weekday Wigs, both knockout designers. Uh, what's going on with this look? It's, it, it, I mean, the swords. It's the swords. The swords make it look so bad. And I get it's because of the flag, whatever. Um, I don't like it. It's not cute. I think it just like didn't read well or like, I mean, I know they, they are very well known in the East London scene. They can sing really well. Like, I feel like maybe it was like they sat in the chair and they just like froze ish. You know, you could be the biggest personality in the world. And then they're like, okay, this is meet your queen, meet the queens. And you're just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I know usually these shoots are done after the season. Um, so hey, maybe this is a precursor to her feeling of drag race and then she's just back because she's obligated to do it. I don't know. It could be. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's the swords that mostly bother me. Say it again? I'm excited to see them. Absolutely. I'm excited to see all of them. Um, like if there's a, if we do like a non-elimination week one, I'm happy for that. Give them a, give us some time to meet everyone. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is, this look not for me. Um, I would give it a boot. I gave it a boot. I gave it a boot as well. I just, and, I, with the swords, they're just kind of like, I think she should have gone bigger with the swords. Like, I would have loved to have yeah. seen them. Like, unless they're, I know on the flag, they're kind of the same shape. I would have loved to have seen them bigger. And I think the wig could have just been a little more, like, polished in terms of just the styling. It looks fine, the wig. I think it's just a little kind of touches need to be done to it to make it look more have a greater turfiness. Audience did not like it. 17% to 83% boot. Oh, All right. I hope she proves us wrong. She seems like a fun gal, but um, let's move on. Next up. Next up. Um, well, I guess um, we don't want her to go home first, but she's going home second according to our list. It's Brighton's own Pixie Polite. Um, her name was chosen because she's always loved Disney and Tinkerbell, and she's always been a very polite young woman. She is the Belle of Brighton and the campus cow in the Southeast. She says her drag is big, bold, and beautiful. Her drag family includes sisters who have been on the show, including her evil stepsister, Something Wong, her drunk cousin, Bag of Chips, and her closest drag sister, Tia Coffee, who she dated. Um, 
Interesting, she did not mention her drag niece, which would have been Victoria Scott. All right, Sean, why is the Brighton bitch not going to go home first? Why is she not going to go home first? Yeah. Um, because I feel like Brighton would absolutely riot and disown RuPaul if she went home first. Um, I don't know how many people know, well, you might probably know Harriola, but like Brighton, like unofficially, is like the gay capital of the UK. Like it has the biggest Pride Festival every year. Um, like it's it's massive. So for it to be like another Brighton Queen to go home first, there would just be absolute uproar. Um, and I think if they bring in the fact, like with editing, that you know she's um, one of like Tia Coffee's old flames and all of her like fam drag family connections, you know they might she might not be out first. They might keep her in a bit for some storyline. I don't know. So, but. Yeah, but maybe she's also got a trick or two up her sleeve as well. So it's very hard to judge just off like the looks and the meet the queens. I feel like I'm really kind of clutching like at straws here. Trying now, to think. now, if Harriella had her way, uh, she would be never allowed to be in Brighton because she picked Pixie to be out first. Um, Harriella, why is she your first out? So I will say that I actually never got to Brighton. So. <laughs> Um, I just feel I felt like sometimes they bring in the family to just help them you know they will get to get uh, um, Gothi Kendall because I know that you love Gothi but um, I feel like sometimes they try to do this whole familial thing but then it's also actually just a curse to you so I was like you know what this is hard for me let's put her out first even though she's like my ginger girl and a big plus girl, I was like, I don't know. I feel like they're going to do you dirty. That's fair. I understand that. Yeah. My question, my question this season for her is Pixie has the personality to woo woo. Will camp reign supreme this season or will she be out, be outdone by the fashion Queens? Cause there are a lot of fashion Queens. This look is by Dylan Joel studio hair by Bam Bam wigs. Jewels by dragged out. Um, so this is someone that I had a person reach out to me saying, why does she get such negative critiques in her look when she's wearing a bodysuit compared to someone like Sminty, who's been getting rave toots and she's wearing a bodysuit as well. Is this the thing about big girls? And I said, I just think it's in the styling and it's the fashion. There's nothing wrong with what she's wearing. It's just not fashion in the eyes of what a lot of drag race viewers see nowadays. We all know I love this color palette. Like, this is stunning. The hair is beautiful. I mean, can Katie Bam Bam do it wrong? No, never. Um, but we've kind of seen something like this before on people. It's, it's not It's not groundbreaking. Um, it's fine. Harriella, would you wear this? I would. Um, not for my Meet the Queens. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just, I love it. I literally would steal the whole entire thing. Um, I think I would look stunned in it, but I was like, I almost wore something like this to Chromatica Ball. You know what I mean? Like it was, um, oh my God, Sean's dying. <laughs> uh, like I just, not for, not for your first impression to the, like to this fan base. Come on. Do we know why this is Brighton? 
it's gay. Yeah, it's 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 very gay. Exactly what Harrier said. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I would I would love to see her do well because uh, she seems hilarious. Like again, um, she's giving me vibes of like I want to go have a drink with you and hang out and be like your bestie. Um. There's just some other queens this season who are just so much more far superior in this first impression. That's why I think she kind of dropped as low as she did. I have her at eight, Sean at 10, Cariola at 12. So we're all in the lower end of the pack for Pixie, but hey, you never know what's going to happen. Um, it's fine to look. I'll give it a very, very soft two. Um. I, yeah, I kind of think with her look, it's not really something, it's not something we haven't seen before, um, especially cause it's a bodysuit. And I think the difference between like hers and Sminty's is that Sminty's like, she's got a bit more of a different silhouette going on with her bodysuit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like a bodysuit, like it points outwards from the bottom and the top in like different directions. So that kind of distracts you from the fact that it is a bodysuit, like just a bodysuit as well. But then also, like we said, the style and the accessories, I think, is what elevates Sminty's look a little more as comparing bodysuits go. Um, And I think there could have been, I gave a very similar critique to just May, but yeah, her wig, I think, could have been styled a bit more smoothly. and, you know, show off some skin. Like, you know, you don't need the... I'd love to see her, like, show off some skin of her legs. Like, be even more body confident because she's got a great figure. But for me, I would give this... Uh, I'm a bit on the fence, but I think I'd go more to the boot side. Right. Here you go. I booted, and I don't think we need to talk about it more. The audience, 42% toot, 57% boot. Close one, close one. All right, next up, um, Maddie Parks, if you're listening, please don't get mad at us. Um, this is just based on predictions. Um, coming from South Africa, it's Surrey Zone, Starlet. She's 25 years old. She is the pinup queen. Her name pays homage to all her favorite old movie stars like Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn, Lana Turner, and Grace Kelly. She loves the English public transport, which we discussed earlier. Her drag, in three words, is prettier than you. She is an Instagram queen in the sense that she puts a lot of effort into the visual. She knows how to sew, and she is the fourth drag race contestant to be born in Africa, following Bibi Zahara Benet, Mercedes Iman Diamond, and La Cajena. All right, Hariella, what do you think about Starlet? She really engaged me. So I had her later in mine, right? You have her at four. I have her at 11. Sean has her first out. Yeah, so she really, I thought, 22, meh, 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 but then she said the public transport, and, you know, she is this person who grew up with Drag Race, basically, um, and I don't know, she really kind of won me over with her Meet the Queens. I was an, enamored. I felt spark. That's and, fair. Um, yeah, she is a brilliant makeup artist. Um, she actually uh, did a look for uh, Maddie, and we did his face, and it's like, oh my god, twins. But um um Sean, twelve, first out. <laughs> so I I forgot the fact that did she say that she could sew? I think I must have forgot that. Um, but no, I think the main reason I put her out first is because this is gonna sound silly. She looks too pretty 
too polished, too refined. And then when, and obviously you saw the influences there, you could definitely see like the old Hollywood influences like Marilyn um, and Audrey Hepburn. But I just, I didn't get tons of personality from her. So I was really worried that she wasn't gonna have much personality to bring to the table. Um, so on that note, like, would she be good at an acting challenge? Would she be good at a comedy challenge? Um, apart from the fact that I know she can sew, like I know she should be good at sewing, but I don't know what else, what other skills or else she's good at. And, you know, also she's very young. Um, mm-hmm. So you're like, even though they grew up watching Drag Race, have they got that experience from when they started drag have they got that experience and wisdom and knowledge um to go all the way so I just those were my main reasons why I thought she'd be early out um and yeah I think as a very youth I just thought okay maybe she might be the first one out like you know last um season we saw Anubis go out first and Anubis was only 19 when it was being filmed so yeah my question this season for her is she's stunning but very subdued will she be able to pop up pop off the screen amongst the crop of queens with huge personalities uh kind of alluding to what you said sean um her look hair by marcos wigs look by free couture waist by misty couture uh it is very pinup it is very, very classic hollywood it's vintage um i love this gold that she's got i mean her mug is stunning it's 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 beautiful the leopard print i would have just gone for black yeah, I agree. I, I don't know what the leopard print like leggings or the tights rather um, were for, um, especially since it doesn't really go with the aesthetic that she's going for, where it's like the old Hollywood sort of pin up, almost kind of elements of lost as well. Now I know she's paying homage to Johannesburg. Yeah, um, I was not to Africa. Right. Uh, um, but she, she spoke about the gold more than the the animals. That's that's where I was like, let's focus on the gold. Uh, Harry Ola, what do you think about this look? I love it. Yeah. Did it's you wear it? Well, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I don't know if I could pull that off, which is why I love it. You know, like yeah. I would look like a bad Christmas tree or something. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I she's very beautiful she's stunning and I, I really think visually she's there I'm really nervous for how she translates to screen um because that at the end of the day is what the show wants if you can't give them a show they're gonna be like I got 10 more queens ready to go before you and they're gonna be better so bye um but this look it really is pretty um even with that little critique of mine I still give it a two I think I think her figure was just gorgeous and then the makeup undeniably just stunning um and yeah I'll cut to the chase it's two as well for me (laughs) audience 83% toot 17% boot all right next up is a three-way tie for this position uh so we're going to go in Reverse alphabetical order, because that's what um, the Excel spreadsheet gave me. So we are going to start off with the Queen from Yorkshire, LaPhil, 36 years old. Um, Let's just get it off right now. This is what it says on the Wikipedia. They're the first contestant of Chinese descent to appear on Drag Race UK and the first contestant to use 
masculine pronouns when in drag. So I will be using he when referring to LaPhil. He is your all singing, all dancing, all sewing Chinese pop star from Brigaus. He is the first contestant as of Chinese descent. His drag is AAS, Androgynous Asian Sensation. He is the thread that joins art, fashion, music, and sculpture, breaking genre, gender for something new and fresh. Interesting. Um, obviously, we remember Brick House from Davina DeCampo. Uh, so we all know I love me some Davina DeCampo. Yes. Um, but I'm not getting Davina DeCampo from LaFill. Um I have LaFille going out 10. The two of you are much higher at six and seven. Hariola, talk to me about LaFille. I thought it was a good meet the queen. Sorry, I'm just reading my notes. Um, I, I, I love the color palette. As soon as she said the big band moment. Wait, is that who we're talking about, right? Yes, yes, you're right. Um, like, I love the color palette. Obviously, um, golds and yellows are the uh, contrast. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought they were fun. Um, didn't know about the he him. Yes, I did not know until I went to the Wikipedia to just get more facts, and that's what it says. Could be wrong. Again, prefacing that's what the wiki says. I watched a copper top um alive, and copper was like uh their pronouns are he him in out of drag. Yeah, no, it drag. Copper Top, I'm not sure. Copper Top, I believe on the wiki says... Um, no, no, we're about LaFille. And so it's he yeah. in drag. Never, like, Correct. Okay. Yeah, I mean, work. Gotta respect pronouns. Um, they seem the They're fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the look by Helen Turner, hair by Ross Kwan. My question this season is, LaFille fills all the boxes, but do they have star quality to join the winner's circle? Uh, Sean, what do you think? Um, yeah, I was a bit like kind of stuck with what to think of the film. Um, yeah, I mean, when he comes from Brighouse, same neck of the woods as Davina DeCampo, you think, okay, he's got like quite some big shoes to fill. You know, we all know and love Davina DeCampo very much. Um, with the look, um, it almost like with the big band like shoulders like the gold bits it looked almost like a futuristic bug with wings it's one of it made me think of um but and then I kind of thought with his look I'd want to see like some better accessories maybe because he just had like some hoops on I thought you know it's it's big band like go big or go home like um especially with the earrings as well and I thought like because it was a big band outfit maybe I don't know, I've never worn an outfit. I don't know if they have like more detail on their outfit, like any pretty I mean, we, we did we did get a big band um, runway from Davina on um, season one. Um, yeah. So you, it was, you have to do something drastically different than that when you're gonna represent the same yeah, place. Um, but after watching a lot of Drag Race Philippines, all I'm gonna say is the shoes, I hate them so much. I can't, I don't like them at all um Harriella, why do i hate them so much i can't see them hold on i'm pulling them up um why do you why do you hate them it's the straps it's the strings or whatever the hell it is wait where i can't see it go on to the um drag race uk Instagram. Like the eyes all the way up 
Yeah. What on the boots? Yeah, I just it's for me. I'm outfit. It's like I'm very OCD. So the fact that the the ties and everything are not like symmetrical and even, it's it hurts my brain. It hurts my eyes. That's what I think it is. Does it? Yeah, that's a that's I didn't see that. And for that, I'm very very sorry, Lafille. I have to give you a boot. I'm sorry. Uh, For me, I was. Oh, sorry, you go, Harriana. <laughs> yeah, I'm just still looking at it. No, I say two. Yeah, whatever. Um, I I'm very torn with this one. I think I originally said boo, but now that I look at it again, like you know, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I wish I was wowed by it further. Uh, I'll say a boo. I yeah. I'm, I'm very. I'm very on the fence with that. I'll say a boo. The audience. The audience really likes it. Eighty percent to twenty percent boo. Okay. All right. And this is how we have. As I mentioned, ten for me, six for Harryola, seven for Sean. The next person. I have at number four. Harryola at ten. Sean at nine. Coming from Belfast, Northern Ireland. It's John Burr's blonde. Um. According to the wiki, her name was derived at her friend's house dressed to the nines as she came down the stairs and her friend's dad said, John Burr's looking like that. You're going to get very lucky. And since then, John Burr's just stuck. She's been doing drag for 14 years. She is a fashion queen as she has been a fashion editor and has walked runways in London, Paris. She's worked with Melanie C. Dean Coyle, Sophie Ellis Baxter, Sam Smith, and years and years amongst many others. Oh, and Ollie Alexander is a guest judge this season. She says she is a high fashion pig. She likes to be fierce on the floor. All right, Sean, talk to us about the babe from Northern Ireland. Um, I don't know Northern Ireland that well. Um, I mean, my mum's side of the family are from the Republic. Um, they're from Cork City. Um, so I don't know much about Belfast. I wish I could say more. Um, but yeah, I thought. Um, I thought her look, like you can definitely tell from the look, just the way it's crafted, that she kind of knows her stuff when it comes to fashion. I thought it was quite an editorial look. Um, the makeup was a little subtle, but I think it worked when she had quite a bit going on with the outfit, but not too much. Um, and you know, when they say on Drag Race a lot, like anyone wears tartan, they go, oh, it's Vivian Westwood. Like, and then like Lawrence Cheney, I remember from Monet Exchange was like, no, it's not, it's not Vivian Westwood. But I looked at Jomba's blonde, blonde's look and I thought, do you know what? If there's any drag race look, you can say looks Vivian Westwood, it's Jomba's blonde one. Jomba's blonde's look. Cause it does, it does have those notes of Vivian Westwood. Ariella, have you ever been to Belfast? I haven't, no. I didn't get there. Do you have the luck of the Irish? I have. <laughs> what do you think about Jombers? So this is another one that I've come across with. Um, they're big at the Glory in East London. Um, very big, the Saint the Pink kind of crowd, and um, very well known. I hated this look. I hated their makeup. 
And I thought that they just, like, I don't know, because you have, okay, so my issue is, is that you need to, like, pitch your resume for what you've done, but I felt it was really sloppy. Like, it was like, take two off, girl. Um, I, I don't know, like, yeah, I kind of was an early out for me. So Boop. let's discuss who these people are who designed this look. Hat by Noel Stewart, suit by Max Allen, hair by Declan Shields. My question of the season for John Burris is, she says she's a fashion queen, but she's got more personality than most others of her kind. Can John Burris break the mold and be a funny fashion queen and snatch the crown? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just there's other people that I like more, but I just also there's something about her that was very easy and easy to like in her Meet the Queens. I'm not a fan of this look either. Um, but I am a fan of hers. Um I'm gonna give this look a boot. I'm sorry. It I just feels a, a little messy. Can I tell you what I first thought about it when I saw it? Yes, please. Um the Kermit Miss Piggy that they did in Holland. <laughs> Yes, yes, I can see that. That's very much there. Very much palette, and I was like, John Burrs. I don't. It seemed it was a lot. There's a lot to take in. A lot happening. I do the hair. I love the blonde. She's obviously blonde. I also don't think that that's true about her knee. I thought I always thought that there was a John Benet Ramsey thing going in there, and she had to shorten it and change it because it kind of was not couth. That makes sense as well. Uh, but again, I'm reading off the wiki. So I so sometimes the wiki is fan penned. So sometimes it's not accurate. But John Bonet Rams. Oh boy. Okay. Wow. In America, if we get, went with a name like that, we'd get. That's what I thought. I don't know. I don't know a lot of shit. Hey, it's possible. All right. I'm giving it a boot. Um. Yeah, I look at the look again, and yeah, I think there's, even though I was like, oh my God, it looks editorial, but I kind of looked at it again with fresh eyes, there's a couple of things she could have tweaked to make it better. Like there's, it looks like this pink tool coming out like the side. And yeah. um, I think, yeah, I think there could have been a couple of little edits she could have done to make it a little bit better. Now that I look at it, it looks like something Harry Styles would wear at a concert. Oh God. <laughs> The more I look yeah. at it, like I'm like, oh no, now I can't unsee it. Um, yeah, Harry. The only thing is, Harry would remove the pink top and just be bare chest. Yeah, he. Oh yeah, definitely remove the top hat or not top hat, the hat. Maybe yeah. keep the. Feather, I don't know. Um, but no, this. The more I look at it now and see that if it could have been a little bit executed a little bit better, I would say a boot. The audience, 59% toot, 41% boot. So very much in the middle. All right. And the last person in this trio of ties, it is Dakota Schiffer, uh, 22 years old from Sussex. She is the first trans contestant on Drag Race UK. She got into drag because she loves fashion, hair, and makeup, and drag combined all of her hobbies into one profession. Her drag is a love letter to the 1960s. Her icon is Sharon Tate in Valley of the Dolls. She is a massive nerd. And according to the wiki, her name comes from the character Dakota Milton on Total Drama Revenge of the Island. And Schiffer comes from the 90s supermodel, Claudia Schiffer. 
my question of the season for her is she is a beautiful doll, but does she have the talent to back up the beauty? Ariola, what do you think? Um, I thought just like maybe not enough experience. Like looked amazing, like presented themselves really, really well. I enjoyed them. I loved the color palette, but it was kind of just like kind kind of what Sean was saying earlier of just being like, have you been out in the real world? But with that said, I kind of also forget that they can drink at 18 and they've probably been going <laughs> to clubs and bars since like 16, 17. Like, who knows? They have that je ne sais quoi. Um, for me, she very much reminded me of a local queen named Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, yes, the local queen named Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, look is very similar to what Marsha would do. Um, the look is by Fancy Boy London. Hair is by Dakota. Um, yeah, I, I think she seems fun, and I think it's going to be really important that she's on the show. Yes. Um, but I could see Rue being like, okay, thank you for your time. Bye-bye. Um, I have her at seven, and you both have her at eight. Yeah. So I we're think, kind of all on the same page. Yeah. I think that's probably the clo- closest we've agreed so far on placements. Yes. Um, Let's just yeah. say PSA. Of, this was hard. It is. It's very hard. This was very hard. This cast is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really like this look. It's different than anyone else in this cast. It's soft and subtle, and I love the color palette. I love the usage of the two-tone. I will give it a two. Yeah, for me, I totally agree. Color pad's gorgeous. It's such a lovely pastel moment. Um, I looked at it and I just thought this is like if Daphne from Scooby-Doo was on a winter night out um, and like maybe like at a disco or something, Studio 54, whatever. Um, I also love the subtle rhinestones on it. Like there was just enough to really make it pop and not like overkill it. I think rhinestones, if you've got a lot on a certain look, it can really like wow it. But this one, mm-hmm. like less was more, I think, for this look. Absolutely. Um, and even though the look doesn't really reinvent the wheel when it goes to promo looks, um, I still thought it was gorgeous and she pulled off really well. So it's a toot for me. Is there any, what, what screams Sussex about this? And where is Sussex? Help me out. Um, that's a good question. I don't know much about Sussex other than that it's south of London. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's the thing when, if you're a queen who, I don't know, there's parts of England where like, I don't know, unless like, if you're from somewhere quite in the country, if you're a small town, they might not have very distinct features or landmarks that kind of make you think, look at the look and you think oh my god that reminds me of this town or this part of the country whereas like you know there's the cities which are could be more distinct in looks like with cheddar gorgeous as one and the bee um but no yeah i had to look up where she was from in sussex and i didn't even know of it so i don't know if she she might if she gave an explanation then i might go oh okay or i might go oh i didn't know that so yeah Ariella, where are you going with this look? Um, I think everything was said, to be honest. Yes, I get very much Daphne. Um, I think that they got the prettiest backdrop. Because uh, they didn't all have that same 
I think they all had blue, and this is all just um, color edited on Photoshop. Okay, yeah, because I mean that like lavender really made the mint um, her own lavender like pop, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was pretty. Yeah, like I didn't. Some of them explained what it was doing for the for for where they're from. Uh, some of them like didn't. So like I think this one was just like this is what I wore. <laughs> so Tudor boot. Um, yeah, toot for sure. I think audience loved it. Ninety three percent toot, seven percent boot. Probably All right. Next up is someone I had at number nine, but the two of you once again same page. Number five. It is copper top. Uh, in this cast, we have some older queens. She is 38. Her drag in three words is pantomime, camp, and ginger. She came into drag super late as she's only four years old. She is all about performance and can do the splits. She's inspired by Victoria Wood, Julie Walters, and the Cheeky Girls. And she is the face of a famous bingo brand. Who wants to explain what that means? I think... It just means that they had like a bingo show. Okay, I was like, is there is there something different in in England with yeah, maybe bingo? she was in like a bingo advert or I don't know. When I heard that, I was like, I don't know what she means. Like, obviously, I can't, but I I couldn't think of where I've seen her if I've seen her in like a bingo ad or whatever. If that well, my question this season for her is: Will she get bingo or will she just bing go? Oh, Harry Alola, what do you think about Copper Top as the yeah, resident? Um, I think we only hung out maybe once or twice. Uh, I love the promo look. Obviously, I'm a redhead, so I love the ginge. Um, I know that they can sing real well. I could see them doing well in acting co- acting challenges and comedy challenges. I think I had them quite high. You had her at five. And Sean had her at five. I had her at nine. Yeah, I just, you know, just maybe that, you know, favorite five spot, you know, out right before the top. Yep, yep. Thing. Um, I, you know, 38, having a different career, coming into drag late, you have a lot of experience. So, like, the complete opposite of what we said about some of the other girls. Um, I'm rooting for them. My biggest fear is the fashion. Is she going to be able to bring it to the runway every week? This look is hair by Wig Chapel, look by Sim Adamson. And if you don't remember who Sim Adamson is, that is um, the partner of um, Abandoned Milan. The armor is by Kenny Cosplay, Trident by Toby Wurzard, Jewels by Tiff, Aesthetics by Dr. Motox. We're back to the Dr. Motox world. Uh, I, I just love that they um, are going to shout out their um, Botox people. So anytime they post it on their Instagram, I'm going to shout them out. Um, still waiting for my referral, Kitty. Um, this look is fine. It's fine, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good or bad. I, like, I really like the shade of blue. Yes. Um, the wig is a little Tina Burner. Uh, <laughs> oh, someone had to say it. Um, but I would have liked to have seen, I know she's going for like this sort of like Roman God like look with the Neptune inspiration. Um, but maybe like, I don't know. She seems very covered up in this look. She seems like, as Michelle Visage would probably say if this was a runway look, she was like, you seem so swallowed by the outfit. 
or like the outfits wearing her a little bit. I think Ariel, is she tall? Yeah. Okay. I think. I don't think they look followed. I think it looks um I don't know. I like it. I think the problem is with the solo photo, the backdrop color they chose, it if you really squint, it looks like it could be the same shade. Um, mm. so they're not helping her out there. Um Yeah. There's something dear in the headlights about this photo. It might just be how she painted the eyes and being so intense with the eyes. Um, Harriel, what do you think about this look? Well, I'm looking at it more now. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't love it. I think I'd still give it a two. It's better than some other yeah. thing. I'll give the I'll give her a soft two. Soft two. Yeah, I I mean what I said about like that would be quite big, especially on the bottom half. That's more like me being very nitpicking. Um, but I still really like this look and the color combination. So it's a toot for me as well. Audience, very mixed here. 49% toot, 51% boot. Very Ooh. surprised, very shocked by that one. Um all right. Top five, baby. Are we ready? Boom. All right. Yeah. This next person, Hariola, was the lowest on. I was in the middle. And Sean has this person as their winner pick. Yes. Yeah, From so Liverpool. I it's Danny <laughs> got to the top um, four. Like, yeah. I have her at six, Hariola at nine, Sean at one. She is the first bearded queen on Drag Race UK. She is the seventh in franchise history behind Marie Laveau, Madame Madness, Laquisha Labamba, Vanadita Von Dash, La Bigberta, and Halal Bay. She is an icon on the drag scene. She can act and sing as well as be a look queen. Her drag is about throwing the rule book out and the wind out the window by not conforming to what people think you should be. As a drag queen, she throws the twinks in a wig on, and a leotard under the bus. She appeared in 2001 competing on Celebrity Karaoke Club Drag Edition alongside Trinity the Tuck, Crystal, Manila, Luzon, Vinegar Strokes, and The Vivian, where she placed fourth. All right, Sean, your winner pick. Why is she going to win? Right, so the thing is, when I was doing my predictions, I then got to, like, the top four, and then I was kind of really kind of stuck between the four. Um... But basically, with the top four, like my ranking, like the five to 12 is more who I think will go out first, out second, out third. Mm -hmm. When I got to the top four, it was more like, this is who I think is going to be in the top four. Um, and I kind of initially first thought that they might push, like Danny's very well known on the drag scene. They might push for her to win. Because, you know, she's already quite popular. I mean, Cheddar is also very popular as well. Um, but then I kind of thought it would be sort of a very similar parallel, like with a pop popular Liverpudlian queen winning, like we had the Vivian mm -hmm. in season one. Um, so it was more like this is who I think is going to be a top four. I think they might push for Danny to win the most, maybe, or Cheddar. I think I put Cheddar second sorry mm. Ruby. yeah so i was kind of torn between the two of them really but i think based on her look it's a very strong look you can tell she you know can turn it out on a runway she seems to be a very well-rounded queen i get that impression from her like she 
seems to have like quite a lot of skills like can like act I reckon she could kill it on a comedy challenge like she seems to really know the ropes my question for Danny is Danny is the first bearded queen that Rue will ever judge will she get a fair crack or will Rue dismiss her style of drag Ariel Grande as a bearded queen give me your thoughts on Danny Beard so it was similar to why I put Pixie out first no 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 who who was the you had Pixie out first because I don't think that they are fair to bearded queens yes it's the first Ru has um, I haven't seen all the franchises, but they usually always go like, like well, yeah, yes and no. We've had this yeah. past year Venedita and the big and um, uh, Laquisha go to the end. Okay, yes, but I I think mm, I don't know. I just listen. I want them to go far. I don't know what. Michelle or Rue are gonna do, you know? I mean... That's my fear. Looking at history, you have, like, they made Madame Madness, like, shave and then send her fucking home, like... Right. Like, but the thing is is that they do a lot of... People have added facial hair, and they've had runways that have been, like, facial and, like, all these things. So, like, I don't know. I was super torn... So I had them going out on like more of the bottom half because I just don't think that they're going to give them a fair chance. But look great. I also thought if you are Danny Beard, you're going to, yeah. If you are Danny Beard and you're the first one in the franchise, why make it white so it's disappeared? Yeah, that's my biggest question here. I understand that if they did blue, like as a beard queen, and you did blue, then it's a stark difference. Like if if the if the I, I don't think that they had hair on underneath it, right? Like the hat was no. the width, right? Yes. So like if you do the hat, and that's your hair, then maybe I don't know. Maybe would have done my beard like the dark blue that they have on the boot or the belt or like some of the plumes. I don't know. I think the focus for this look was the lips. And making the lips stand out. And I think if you went blue, it wouldn't have had the impact. But I fully agree with what you just said. Yeah. Showcase the beard. Or her way is like, you're going to see the beard all season. Let me give you something drastically different. The look, is by, the look is by Joshua Hansler. Um, Jesus Christ, the body, the shape, the proportions of this, perfection. Literal perfection. The plumes are perfect. The hat is perfect. This is exciting. And this was the first meet the queens they picked the right person to kick it off absolutely this look is i think absolutely like a knockout is why i call it as far as promo looks are concerned um i thought it's just velvet right it's very fun even though a lot of it's blue you got the different shades so it's still very colorful as well um the makeup's great and i think you're right with the keeping the beard white it's making the lips like you know highlighted more you know i think yeah we're gonna have all season well depending on how long danny's in it to see the beard so i think you're right just maybe danny thought you know i'll give him one look to you know blend it in a little bit and then you're gonna see it the rest of the season this is the first look why would you do that it's in your name that's it's fair, and and that's that's the battle. I think 
top not showing up in red. It's like just May being ginger, not showing up in ginger. It just was like a little bit like, it was beard baiting. You're beard baiting me, Danny. Beard baiting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the way it's made white, it really does camouflage. Like it really does. You, like, unless, like if, her, if her name was just Danny or Danny something else, like you would barely notice there was a beard there. Right. Right. It's a toot for me, though. I love it. I want them to go far. I just don't trust Drag Race. <laughs> Neither do I. Tutor boot. Um, for me, yeah, the proportions are amazing. The silhouettes, amazing. Two for me, all the way. Shoot. All right, audience, Ooh. 95% toot, 5% boot. God, I could shoot. <laughs> Top four, baby. Top four, baby. All right, this next person, uh, we're a little mixed on. We're, we're, we're not all on the same page. Harriola has this person at seven. I have her at five. Sean, you're at three. It's Minty Mint, uh, 23, 23 years old uh, from Lancashire, England. She is a sexy cyber supermodel from space. Her name comes from a night out and wanting to kiss boys, so she would make she would take mints with her just in case, but she's also clumsy and would always drop said mints on the floor. She has been doing drag for three years with a year before that, but she calls that a busted trial run. Even though she has no idea who they are, she appears in 8.3 seconds of the new Duran Duran video. She is in the house of Kendall, a.k.a. Gothy Kendall, the biggest loser of Drag Race UK. And Gothy told her if she goes home first, she has to do the dishes for a month. She is very competitive. Um, my question, will Sminty face the Kendall curse? Ariola, what do you think? Um, I think it just got hard to judge them all. And that's why they were like more in my bottom half. Um, I mean, the look was great. They did engage me. Um, this hair is very now. With the yes, it is. The sculptural and the stoning of it. Um, I don't know. I love this look so much because it is very now. It is very fashion, but it's the way it's styled that is just spot on. Sure, the shoes I know are going to be very controversial to wear that kind of stretch with um i guess whatever that latex is um but it's a moment it's a it's a thing the look is by lloyd james and the hair shocker by paris hair who is the the person behind all of these structured pieces for envy peru and um cam hugh etc 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 uh so of course she's got that connect there um it's just the way it's stoned it's so perfectly designed i'm obsessed with this look but I'm also very scared that she being in the house of Kendall, um, we're going to get some uh, terrible performances. And to be fair, she's got a lot more personality and a lot more confidence than Gothi had on her first season. Sean, why is she number three for you? Um, obviously, looks-wise, you can tell she's very strong. Um, this is going to sound like really silly to say, but like her look very much gave me like Aquario and Crystal Versace vibes and they both got very far in their season so she's yeah. clearly very strong on her fashion like you said as well she seems a lot more like a lot more confident and outspoken than Gothy so I don't think she'll shy away as much from challenges um 
And I think, you know, she could be a fashion queen that has a few tricks up her sleeve. That is the one who, I know there's the cliche that they're like, I'm not just a fashion queen, blah, blah, blah. but I think she could genuinely surprise people and, you know, have a few like hidden talents that she'll bring forward. Um, but yeah, I just, I could see the fans also quite liking her as well. She's got the personality again, probably pushing, I could see them pushing her to get far in the competition if the fans like her, because this looks absolutely killer. Her makeup, in a way, the shapes that she uses very much reminds me of Bosco. I yes. see that. I see that as well, yeah. I, don't I, know, I'm, I'm excited. I feel like they're kind of just like a this is what I need to do for Drag Race. I can see that as well. As like, you look at Danny right behind her in, in you know, and you're just like, well, bitch, this is what I'm doing for Drag Race. You know, like, but it's just, it's just one, just one picture. Just, it's just No, one. no, I agree. I, it's almost like she took Drag Race U. She did every, all the assignments. This was her final product, but she didn't learn who she is. But I want to be wrong. I want to know that like this bitch knows what she can do and is going to kill it. Um, it's exciting. You, I, I already know based on the reactions from people messaging me there there is a lot of support for Sminty. Um, and again, when you are connected to Gothi and have that um, connection, you're going to be able to um, f- until you're on the show ride their coattails. Not a bad thing. It's just facts. It's a thing that happened. Um, so I'm very, very excited for Smitty. This look is brilliant. It's a toot for me. Um, yeah, I absolutely loved it. The only thing I could like critique about the look is I would have loved if the shoes were black as well. So it looked like, or had like, either she wore like thigh high heels or it had the illusion of it kind of very much like Lady Gaga kind of style look with the shoes. Like, that's the only thing I could really critique about it. Other than that, I thought it was near flawless. So, yeah. absolute. This is going to be my shoot. Going to shoot it. Audience, 90% toot, 10% boot. Okay, we are in the top three. Sean, you had this person at four. Hariola and I agree at number three for this person. Ooh. So, I didn't, I just put a t- I didn't really put them in order. Well, I took it as that way. So we're going to put this person at three for now. But neither did Sean. Can't we just talk about them as a top? I mean, <laughs> Michael's like, we're going to go in this order. Okay, go. Um, number three, it's Baby from South London, England. <laughs> Her name comes from being the youngest sibling out of five and was always referred to as the baby when she needed a name for a lip sync competition. She thought, baby. She is London's Afro-punk princess. Her drag is pretty punk and always very black. She says she is a badass performer as she can do the choreo. She studied musical theater as she is a triple threat. Um, I say she's got the goods. Will she be able to prove she's the one to beat? Um, All right. I like her. I'm very captivated by Baby. Hariola, why should we all love Baby? So honestly, Michael, I... I'm so happy that you got that just from her Meet the Queens. Captivating is the word. They come out and you are... 
you know, like I have also know this one pretty well. I would say I have partied with baby a bunch. They are lovely. They're stunning in and out of drag. They are fun. They are a good time. Um, but when they're on the stage, you're just like, I, I, I wish, I wish I could, they just command. Come she just seems just the smile in this promo look. Her smile is everything that you want out of a drag queen. Like she is inviting, but she's also gonna fucking kick your ass. So yeah. What do you think? What do I think? Or just say Harry or No, Sean. What do you think about Baby? Okay. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I didn't hear who you said. Um, yeah, with Baby, I think. Um, like I I also was very captivated by just her energy, her smile. Um and I can so see the fans like absolutely rallying behind her. Um and I don't know, I just get the impression and you know, I feel like it's been confirmed with what Harriet said. I feel like she could absolutely kill a lip sync. Um I feel like she, if there's going to be a lip sync assassin this season, based on first impressions for me, it's going to be baby. Um, see, I don't think she's going to be a lip sync assassin because I don't think she's going to see the bottom. Yeah, that's the other thing I thought. I thought even if she does that in the bottom, she'll kill it and she'll send them home. But then also, I do think she'll do really well as well. Um, with lip sync assassins, you know, usually they might have like a rough period and then do like a really well period. You know, it might be like kind of, um, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, I, I'd i like to see her do really well. But I know, maybe not a lip sync assassin, but I think if she ever does land in the bottom even just once, I think she'd absolutely send the other queen packing. Yeah, I, I, I'm very engaged and excited. Obviously, um, we've uh, had other South London queens who like to um, use the moniker of Afropunk um, and use that kind of style. Um, obviously, Estina Mandela. The difference is Estina had a confidence issue that wasn't as appealing. Baby knows she's the shit, but doesn't have to say she's the shit. Yeah, I very much That's get that. The key. Yeah. So I, I am, I am head over heels excited for Baby. It's a toot for me. This look is just so fun. Yeah, I am so happy that they get to. That they do, um, and hopefully the UK and the world fall in love with her. I think that this is something that we've somewhat seen before. But yeah, the cutouts are their own. the The pattern is new with the big puff sleeve. It's a little bit different. Like it, she made it her fucking own. She's showing skin in a way that's not overtly sexual, but still fucking sexy. And she's using the the puff sleeves to be like. Look, this is fashion as well, and I'm still looking hot. And the fucking hair. The hair is great. Like, yeah, I loved. I, and her 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 paint is is beautiful. It was really hard because I do know them like decently well, and I was just like, "Is this nepotism?" But I, they turned out to meet the queens. You just you immediately like, oh, warmth. But well, but you. Please, please tell her that the first word I said about her was captivating. I'm sure she would appreciate that. Um, I, I'm very excited. Uh, again, toot for me. Yeah, I love the 
colours, the pattern, the detail of the look, and yeah, the cutouts. Um, yeah, the cutouts just really make the outfit work that much even better. And I love the puff sleeves too. Um, and the makeup's great and the matching hair too. I just think overall it's just a brilliant look. So two as well. Audience, 76% toot, 24% boot. All right. So top two, obviously Harry is going to be like, I didn't want to have top two. Okay. This, this next person did get dropped because Sean had her at six. Um, I'm a little upset about that. I'm personally offended by it because this is my winner pick. Um, I think we're going to Birmingham to give the crown to Black Peppa. Um, 29 years old. Her name comes from spicy food and Peppa Pig. She moved to Birmingham in 2014. She is futuristic fembot. And according to the wiki, she is the drag daughter of season 10 All-Star 4 and UK vs. the World contestant Mo Hart, as well as the drag sister of Lux Noir London and Jax Hart. That I can't confirm, but okay. Um, Sean, why is she at six? Please explain. I don't know why she's a six when I looked at my list. Um, I think it's because I did seven to 12. Once I did seven to 12, then I was like, okay, now I'm finding this really, really tough. Because um, now that I'm looking at her runway look again, I'm like thinking, oh my God, like it's just absolutely stunning head to toe. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is obviously just based on first impressions. I don't know this queen. I've only seen Meet the Queens. I've only seen the outfit and I've only seen the interview. I felt like there was something about Black Pepper. I don't know if it's just the way she's just gen generally composed, but I felt like there was something being held back a little bit. But whether we'll see that on the show is another thing. Um, so I I think I was, I was more torn with the fact that I know without doubt, first of all, she'll turn the runway looks out every single week. And if there's one that's only half as good as that, I'll be shocked. So I know she'll kill it on the runway. Like she'll do amazing. But then I kind of thought to myself, I don't know how she's going to do on other challenges. Will she do well on the comedy challenges? I just don't know. That's not because I don't think she's capable. It's more that I just genuinely don't know based on her interview. So the look by Trashy Planets, waist by Mr. Couture, earrings by No Basic Bombshell, ear, um, uh, hair by Dan Chapman. Um, she's wearing a fucking pelican on her head and made it fucking fashion. Fuck you, bitch. Come on, Hariola. Um, is it time for the first black queen to be crowned in the UK? Honestly, I think so. So once again, I just want to reiterate, I had just a top three in general. So Peppa... Um, I've met them. I've sung them my praises when I saw them. I was just like, you are. It, it's another one, like, kind of like baby, where you're just, you're, you you step out on stage, like, we're witnessing something really magical type of drag, um, which is incredible. And I hope that you can see that with this outfit, right? Like, you said, it's a fucking pelican and it's terrific. Like, if, if this is the treasure that I found, I am very happy. It's dripping in diamonds. I think that they look fucking spectacular. Like, um, I just, I think that they could have maybe a bumpy road. Mm -hmm. Fun for them as their edit. But I do think that 
hope that we see a lot of them. My question this season is there are a lot of people predicting she'll be the winner, making her the first queen of color to win in the UK. Can she do it or is the hype too high? Pressure is real. Pressure is very real in this competition. If you're adding extra outside pressure to yourself, it's going to be hard. But I, I feel confident in Black Peppa. Um, and I honestly might be disappointed if she didn't win. Yeah, I think I'd be disappointed as well. Um, I mean, I think they're also someone who's pretty well known, um, like Danny and like Cheddar. Um, I just, I mean, you look at them and then you watch them explain how they're Black Peppa. And you're just like, like Peppa Pig, like, come on. Like, you're just, okay, so you got a lot of ingredients pun intended, on, you know, what they're doing. Like, I don't know. I'm just excited to see them on my television. I'm just excited when she has to write lyrics that's going to include spicy, spicy. <laughs> Kitty cat. Um, this look is a toot for me. Toot. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can shoot twice. You can shoot twice. I will shoot um, it depends where you're <laughs> I had a lot of people very pissed off that there was even a single boot to this, and there ended up being a couple. Uh, this was 92% to 8% boot. Um, There's 8%. I know. There are some people out there who I'm going to have to have some conversations with, but based on the numbers, our winner is Cheddar Gorgeous. Uh, she is a living spectacle, cultural icon, and the Queen Bee of Manchester. Her drag name references a landmark, Cheddar Gorge, and she goes on forever and ever and ever, and sometimes she's damned. She's done club, cabaret, and television, and has traveled from the U.S. to Singapore. She has a doctorate, um, and she might be the only one with an actual doctorate, because I don't think Dr. Silky Nutmeg Ganache actually has a doctorate. Um, Harryola. I mean, I've known them, I think, since, like, I started drag, right? Like, they very much a social media sensation. They looked sensational. Um, the fact that it's a nod to um, Chester, I did not know that. So, I mean, I, I knew it was hometown, but I, you know, did not know about the bees. I thought that that was incredible. My fear, even though I have them in my top, is kind of just what you were talking about with Peppa of like you're going in there with people who know you um but I also am realistic to know that there are contracts that are probably being done so I'm gonna see them a lot listen listen season four of American Drag Race it is known for the 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 contract um dispute where it was rumored that Chad Michaels was supposed to be the winner of the season and they could not give it to Chad because Sharon was the star Maybe this is the season where it happens again. I, I could see something. I, I could see with this cast, like I've been looking behind you this whole entire time. Not that I'm not looking at you, babes, but you know, like you can see that the BBC probably like, like, you know, Danny's on contract. Like, you know, Ted is on contract. Like, you know, even just may could have potential because like the thing is is that in the uk they have representation they do have a bunch of other things it's easier to tour you know and, and be a personality so get it be um i think that yeah i mean would be happy that they're a winner like it would 
kind of nod back to Sharon because they they are, you know, the most spooky ooky that they're giving us so far and creative and could be something new and that we see on the runway. So like I'm just rambling at this point, but like great meet the queens. They were funny. It was it was punny. It was they explained themselves well. Mazel. My question this season is she is the it girl. Will her infamy get in her way during the competition? Sean, will she be the queen bee? Because you and I had her at number two. She will definitely be pun intended. <laughs> Um, she will definitely be like a big name in the workroom. Um, you know how like you get, she'll like, be the last one to enter, right? Yeah, definitely, no question. Um, I yeah, definitely wouldn't be surprised anyway. Um, she will be like you know how in Down Under, like Art Simone was the big name season one, then you had Queen Kong was like the big name. Yeah, it will, and Aquaria was like the big one season ten. She will very much be that for season four. Um. I don't know. I've never met Cheddar Gorgeous. I don't know her very well. I actually did see her perform at Manchester Pride a couple of weeks ago, though, and she was great. Um, but I, I think she has. She it's very clear. She already has so much star quality about her. So, and even before I really got into drag, I already knew who Cheddar Gorgeous was. Um, and I think her reputation precedes her a lot. So I think she will definitely go very far. She definitely has the talent and capacity, I'm very sure. Um, and, you know, she's a big name. So she'll both, because of both the talent and the reputation, she'll definitely go very far. Um, I was very torn between the listing between her and Danny. Um, but now that we've kind of spoken about it and reflected about it more, I'd probably push Cheddar to the top now. So yeah. Her dress is by Licorice Black, corset by Missy Couture, sleeves by Hun, and headpiece by Cheddar. It's a toot. It's a toot. Yeah. Definitely a toot. You don't even need to talk about it. The audience, 97% toot, 3% boop. She is the queen bee. I'm excited. So there we have it. Now, before we wrap this up, I love to always give the Instagram count prior to the season officially beginning. This is how the cast shakes up. We have two queens who are under the 10K, so they, they don't have the swipe up option if that swipe up option still exists on Instagram. So at the bottom is Copper Top at 8,011.14. Just May, 9910. John Burr's Blonde is 11.5K. LaFill, 13.2K. Pixie Polite, 15.6K. Baby, 16.9K. Dakota Schiffer, 28.1K. Danny Beard at 39.4K. Black Peppa, 44.4K. Sminty Drop, 61.4K. Starlet, 82.8K. And the most followed queen is Cheddar Gorgeous at 125,000 followers. Do you predict Cheddar can get to 500,000 by the end of the season? I wouldn't be surprised. Potentially, I feel like the UK follow like their queens yeah yeah we're, we're relatively quite clear especially with big like big names who haven't already been on drag race yet like cheddar gorgeous you know yeah we do kind of keep tabs on them um but yeah i wouldn't i would definitely not be surprised if she got to just say it was 500k 
that's what my prediction would be if, if we're gonna get make a milestone. Maybe maybe five hundred is too much, but we'll see. No, she'll de- she'll definitely get an even bigger following from this. Absolutely, I'm no doubt. The world is gonna see them all. Well, that's it. That that's our cast. That's that's we got a good season. It's gonna be good. I think yes. when it pans out, I think it's gonna be epic. Now, those who have Drag Race fatigue, stop it. You, this is the one you can't miss. There's, you're not gonna have much competition of other shows. So tune in. This is gonna be the good one. All right. Where can we follow you both on social media? Um, if you want to share any payment apps and also any projects to plug, Sean, kick us off. Um, with my social media, I've I'm gonna sound like a real changed bummer. it. Huh? You changed it. I was like, where the fuck is your uh, Instagram? And I was like, oh, I've, okay, asked, I got it. I've had to change mine because I've um, started a new job slash profession recently where I have to be protective of my social media. Um, so I will not, I have changed them since I was last on the podcast, but I, um, cannot disclose them, um, for job slash profession reasons. I mean, I can be on here. That's fine. Um, but I I can't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't anyway. Are you James Bond? Is that where we're going to find out? Yes. I'm the new Bond. I'm the new James Bond. (laughs) Are you a teacher? Maybe. (laughs) Sean, I just followed you, so um, we have that. Ariola Grande, that's H or H if you're from the UK. A I R E O L A Grande, G R A N D E. I don't have to plug because I'm still in this weird random transition. I'm heading to San Francisco for a second master's, so. SF babes, if you're out there, book a hairy bitch. Um, I'm a stupid fucking time. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, Michael. It's always a lovely well, mess. Yeah. yeah, it was a pleasure having you both here, and we'll do it again soon. We got a lot to talk about this season. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so delighted to be back again so soon because I was only on the first time a couple of weeks ago for Down Under episode five. So it's been an absolute blast once again. And so nice to meet you, Harryola Grande. You're handsome. A big thanks to Sean and Harryola for coming on. Subscribe in your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 